said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It. Episode 103, uh, we got C in the building, Dirt in the building. Uh, Rico Key going to be joining us in a little bit. Um, just make sure, of course, that everybody out there is subscribed to the pod on Apple and on Spotify. Make sure y'all leaving your ratings and your comments on Apple. And make sure you shop it for your candles and your smell goods at LuxCollectionLLC.com. Um, and make sure you uh, subscribe to our Patreon on patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. Um, this week, I want to start first with, um, where do I want to start? I guess we could start, let's start here first before we get into all of the other shit. Um, because um, in the topic of comedy news, we was talking about a little comedy off air, but I want to first start here with uh, Dave Chappelle. So Dave Chappelle um, has another stand-up uh, with Netflix that's airing um, on the 5th or tonight when y'all hear this. Um, and I think this is supposed to be the last uh, special that he has with his deal with Netflix because it's called it's called The Closer. Um, and we've spoken about, you know, we've sung Dave Chappelle's praises high on this pod. Um, and we know that he's in a special class of comedians. Um, so first, just uh what of what are what are our like um anticipation for this special? Do we think it's gonna be, you know, just in line with all of his other work? Is it gonna be better? Do you think he's gonna touch on you know, the tough topics, like how we think this is going to be. So, Gert, uh, first of all, I'll start with you. Uh, what, what we think about the new Dave Chappelle special that we've yet to see yet? I think it's going to be great. I don't think it's going to be like sticks and stones. Um, I think Dave is going to continue to push the ball, push the culture. So it's going to be some type of nuance we're not used to, but still great. Do you think that he has, and this might be a stupid question, but do you think he has anything to prove with this new special or anything that he does? Hell yeah. Y'all niggas can't wait to say a nigga falling off. Who's y'all niggas? Every time uh, I put you in with the public. Nah, nigga. <laughs> Hell no. I did. I did. You part of the public. Hell no. So, so you, but you be a part of the public. Nigga will separate um, himself now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But nah, niggas, um, yeah, well, yeah, he got something to prove. Uh, you know, and I think he is chasing stats. I think everybody chases stats, uh, whether they say it or not. Um, you know, he he wants the stats. Fucking Netflix biggest, uh, you know, or this comedy special being the first to the only one that I think niggas um on his in, in his space in the world are chasing stats. So yeah, I think he got something to prove. Um I don't think he has anything to prove. Um I mean maybe personal goals, but as far as I'm concerned, I don't think he has anything to prove because he's uh he's done everything that he was wanted to do on his terms. So I mean as far as like walking away from the money um before and as far as, you know, um, regaining control of the Chappelle show, um, I don't think that he has anything else left to prove. Not to me, anyway. Um, but I am looking forward to his special. I always look forward to um, anything that he puts out. Um, so you said, you said personally, you don't think he has anything to prove, but you said, what was that you said? Personally, you don't think he got anything to prove, but... Like saying like yourself, like you saying personally, like you to you, he don't have anything to prove or he doesn't think he has anything to prove. I'm saying to me, he doesn't have anything to prove, but he he doesn't have anything to prove to me. But personally, he might want to prove something to himself. I don't know what people's personal goals are for themselves. Like, you know how Gert just said um, he might want to be the biggest Netflix, whatever, special, whatever. I don't know if that's his goal or not. I don't know, but what I am saying is that he doesn't have to prove anything else to me. So, see, I got a question. If that shit is straight trash, you don't care? Like, it, it don't move you one way or another if he put out a straight dud? No, it don't, because he's already, everything can't hit all the time. You're not going to like everybody's album all the time. Somebody's going to put out somebody of work that you're just not going to appreciate, um at that time you may not feel it or you might come back to it later and it might be something that you can appreciate later in that headspace um it's all subjective so i don't know i don't know if comedians get that same leeway so i'm not saying yeah they do because this is the thing um a lot of the times you may see something and you may say no it's not that funny to me and then they may put out something else and then you go back to their other work that you've seen and you may say okay I can appreciate this more like the Kevin Hart special that he recently put out I didn't find that funny at all but maybe years later down the line when I'm in a different headspace I can revisit it and I could say okay this was funny in this aspect or this is funny to me because I'm going through this Dave Chappelle has done so much for our culture he has put out so many different you know, um, specials that have resonated with me. If he put out, if he puts out one special like right now that doesn't necessarily hit like that, I'm not going to say, oh, this is trash or whatever. I'm just going to say I couldn't appreciate it at that time. Because he, it, I'm going to be honest though, Dave Chappelle, when he started this Netflix run, is when he started really pumping out uh, rapid um, like stand up specials. Before this Netflix, before this Netflix run, he didn't really have a lot of specials out. So comedy he's really Central, only been- He had a couple of specials out on Comedy Central and- um, He got three. He got three specials oh, prior to Netflix. Comedy, 
He had three. Yeah. Total. So three three total specials. I'm saying, but, but only one of them was uh, I think a Comedy Central on brand with most comedians. Martin only got three specials. Yeah, they don't really do. I mean, they do them, but they don't really do them like that, especially because he had his show. Well, only the top niggas oh. pump them out like, like, um, uh, like that. You know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right as far as a lot of comedians. Well, no, let me slow down. It depends, right? Because you take somebody like say it. It, it depends where. They, Say, say Bill Maher, for example. Say Bill Maher, for but, example, right? Like, Bill Maher may have, he may have eight specials, right? We may not have seen any of them, right? But that's that's neither here nor there. Like, now, if you consider him to be a top comedian or not, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have a lot. Cat Williams. Cat Williams has a lot of specials. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there are comedians who do have a lot, and then you do have those premier tier, like your Eddie Murphys, who may only have three, and that's it. It Now, it depends where the bulk of their money comes from. So there's comedians who consider themselves comics, who the majority of their income comes from being on the road. Um, then you have comedians who cross over to movies, and that's where the majority of their money comes from. Or, you know, it, it depends. Like, Louis C.K. was a top nigga before he got Me Too. And he put out a new special every year. He did a new special every year. And that nigga was writing on mad TV shows and shit like that. So, um, you know, he Louis C.K., uh, as far as I can remember, has had his own show on TV. Um, he's been through different networks, but um, he's been having a show on TV. So to write a TV show and to write an hour special and to work the hour special and be able to perform that shit once a year is crazy. So I think it just depends on how they choose what their primary source of income is. If it's the comedy then you'll see them pump out more specials. If it's, you know, TV and stuff like that, it'll be a little less. Well, let me switch gears here then. So when we speak of someone like a Kevin Hart, um, do we feel that um, Kevin Hart, a lot of people would make the argument that Kevin Hart is um, like the number one guy for this generation. Um, would we agree with that sentiment? And... If not, who else would you put in that in that space? I'm gonna go first with you, Key. Um, since we ain't get your um your take on the other thing, do you think Kevin Hart is like the top dog of today's time? And if not, who else would you say is that person? Yeah, I say he got he got the top spot, like being in the public eye, like he figured this shit out. But me personally, I still give it to Steve Chappelle. I still think he hit harder. But I mean, Kevin Hart figured it out working with people and being out there making the money keeping it going so so he would so he would be the general consensus top dog but your personal top dog would be Dave Chappelle facts okay see um those are my sentiments exactly I believe Dave Chappelle is still the person that I can't wait to see over Kevin Hart um as far as comedy um, as far as in movies, I'd say Kevin Hart more so, but um, as far as just standing there with a microphone, 
it's Dave Chappelle for me. And probably, and probably Chris Rock would be for me instead of Kevin Hart right now for me. Right. But, and that's fine because we all got our personals, but would you say still that Kevin Hart would be considered like general consensus top dog? I said, yeah, oh. but I said my personal person, I agree with Key, like what you said. Like, I just said that these two other people are my favorites as far as standing on a stage with a microphone for a special. They're better at that to me than Kevin Hart. But as far as movies and stuff is concerned, I would rather see a Kevin Hart in a movie. I Gert. Um, I got Kev moving into uh, that untouchable space in the culture. Um, I got Kev up there with your LeBron James's, Jay Z's. Um, who else? Um, there's a few people who. Like, um, you know what's wild? Because I've heard Kevin Hart say this in reference to Cat Williams and Mike Epps. Um, he was like, you know, when y'all had it, y'all didn't fucking do what y'all was supposed to do with it. And don't be mad at me because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do with it. Um, and that's in reference to all of the shit that he got going on. Like, um, I think you might have put me on to his podcast or whatever. The comedy goldmine? Yeah. yeah. And like he's he's interviewing other comedians who are, you know, a big deal in their world. And they're still asking this man for stuff. You know what I'm saying? And he giving it to him live on there. Yo, what you need me to do? Money? All right, I got you. Yo, um, conversations with people? Okay, I got you. They ask this nigga for money. Real shit. Oh, that's an example. No, so no, that's what I'm saying not, is it's, it's not it's, literal. It's, so like, just to clarify. No, like no, 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 I'm making a point. Like if you look at Jay-Z, right? Jay-Z putting up 21 Savage bail money and telling him I don't need nothing in return. Um, you know, LeBron building schools and doing like all of this shit. Kev is really putting on for the culture and like his other committee, like he's bringing everybody with him. And we don't speak enough about that. Like, like he is the number one nigga. And that's why I, I sent the Monique conversation because Monique uh, getting black, blackballed by Lee Daniels, Oprah, Tyler Perry. And that's that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, them that niggas. Was, that was Steve Harvey. Them niggas. And <laughs> he, he's like, yo, I'm gonna, I, I, I know what position I'm in. I know what position I hold. I'm gonna get them on the phone for you to have a conversation. I can't say how the conversation is gonna go, but I'm gonna make sure I call them niggas and see what's up. That's a big deal for a nigga to do. Like, um, you know, Tiffany Haddish was talking about, um, you know, he he told her like, "Yo, I'm gonna donate fifty thousand to your cause." She's like, "Yeah, fifty k, cool, but be much better if you went in and partnered up with me." He's like, "I right, fuck it, I got you." You know what I'm saying? Like, 
to be in the spot that he's in and still fuck with people and still care, like that's that's a different type of it's a different type of animal. So to me, it makes me think of when you're creating material, you have you you may come to a cross crossroad where you're thinking, do I go with the hood? Or do I go with mainstream? And you have to write according to that. So it, it, it's it made me think about all of that. Like he's concerned with staying on top so that he can help people, and that's dope to me. I think it's dope. I think um, I agree with everybody in terms of Kevin Hart being the general consensus number one guy because I think he's put in the work. Um, and he's, you know, he's done that. So um, definitely salute to him. I also would agree that probably personal preference or favorite would be a Dave Chappelle. Um, I'd, I'd be much more excited to uh, see his stand up over maybe probably everybody else. Um, Cause I just enjoy um, every time he puts something out. Um, but you know, you can't disrespect the legacy that Kevin Hart has built, whether it's your cup of tea or not. You know, it, it should be respected. It should be acknowledged. And, you know, salute to him. Another Black King holding it down. So uh, definitely not not mad at that. Do y'all feel, though? Yeah, good question. Feel, oh, my fault. Yeah, go ahead. But I was just going to ask real right, quick. Ahead, do y'all ahead. agree with the sentiment that he's in that untouchable space? Or do y'all feel like he's still got more work to do? Well, uh, un, so the space that you're speaking in, see... I don't think that there's anybody above him when we talking about status and money in this in this uh, in this generation. Um, I think he's the guy. So because he's the guy, he is in positions that other people aren't. Um, I think he isn't obviously as tenured as say like a Chris Rock. So Chris Rock is still the OG. Chris Rock can. Um, probably go wherever Kevin Hart can go but I think that I think that Kevin Hart is more of the hot ticket and so that gives him a little bit more of an advantage today but I think the legacy of like a Chris Rock or somebody like that I don't think that hinders him from getting into certain rooms being able to do certain things he got money he may not have as much as but as I'm Kevin, I'm, but I, I'm speaking to what he's doing with it. So at one point, Chris Rock was the biggest fucking comedian. Right. At one point, Jamie Foxx was the biggest comedian. At one point, Cat Williams, you know, all of these niggas had a run where they were that nigga. And, you know, we don't, we, uh, but I think people, I think everybody has different goals too. So we can't, put, I get it. I'm yeah, not saying, but I'm saying what he is doing. But he's what he's doing is to be is to be celebrated and saluted and highlighted. Um, I don't think it. I don't think one has anything to do with the other in terms of um, the actuality of it. And what I mean by that is, like me bringing up Chris Rock and me saying that you know Chris Rock is more tenured. He's the he's more of the legacy act. He's more of the OG. He may once he got you know to the peak. Maybe he didn't want to do some of the things that Kevin Hart is doing, and that's okay. That's, like I'm not gonna. That's knock my him argument. Him, but I'm not gonna that's hold not, that against him. But but in all reality, that's not really okay. 
That's, See, that's, that's we not, say that's that for you to say because because you would do something that doesn't mean that somebody else has I don't to know. do it that way. I'm saying as as when we're talking about culture, right? I believe it's all of our jobs to push culture forward. That's we all should make it. I, yeah, I'm speaking to me, my belief, right? Okay. So we all are to push culture forward. We all are to make it easier for the next generation coming up. You don't and think Chris Rock made it easier for anybody behind? I, I didn't say he did or he didn't. I'm saying that's our job, right? And I'm saying how visible it is that Kevin Hart is doing that is it, it's extremely visible that he is making it easier for the next generation coming up. He got shows putting young niggas on. Like everything he does is in uh shit to bring motherfuckers with him. Like, and I really can't speak to anybody doing that, like um on a high level. C- Comedy-wise at all, I can't speak to anybody doing that. Uh they said TK Kirkland uh is responsible for a lot of niggas' careers. Not as big. But huh? Not as big. It's not, it's not it's I'm it's, speaking on. I'm not speaking, I'm speaking on when you get a shot. Yeah, when you get a shot to do shit for niggas and you holding niggas down without, like Tiffany Haddish is another person who, when she became that nigga, she did the She Ready special and put other niggas on. Like it's, it's bringing niggas with you holds high value to me or just giving niggas an opportunity. So when I see people give people opportunity, I think that shit is dope because they don't have to. Like Kevin Hall could be, you know, it, it, it's niggas who, when they at the top, they at the top by themselves. So when I see niggas do shit they don't have to do, I think that's dope. And I hold that in high regard. All right. Well, um, moving on, I want to I want to switch it to music because the news came out last week that um, we got the lineup for the Super Bowl halftime performance and it is extremely hip hop. So first and foremost, I wanna just give a round of applause to hip hop because that's major. Um, We've never seen a display like this before as it pertains to the Super Bowl halftime show. So we got Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar and Mary J. Blige. And I think that it's probably the greatest Super Bowl a lot in fact, it is the greatest Super Bowl lineup we've ever had. Um, so I just kind of want to get some of y'all's reactions to the lineup. Because first and foremost, yes, it is a lot of star power. And it's, it's, it's all of that. But they only get about 12 minutes. So that's a lot of music, a lot of history that they're going to have to squeeze into a 12-minute sl- uh, time slot. And we got, what's that, about five artists. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do it, but see, how do you think, um, or what do you think, you know, just of the, the lineup and, and, and all of that? Um, I think the lineup is, uh, it's kind of dope, um, especially because they're having it in um, LA. It was kind of, uh, it was kind of different having Mary J in that lineup. Why was it different? She from Yonkers and she royalty. Hold on, relax. <laughs> why, why, straight why, to why, it. why do you say it's different? Um, because I mean, Mary J. Blige is considered the queen of of hip hop and R and B. Like, you know what I'm 
I wasn't saying it to slight her. I'm just saying because it's in LA. And usually most of these artists that they have are affiliated with Dr. Dre. I don't consider Mary J. Blige being an affiliate of Dr. Dre's because everybody else, she has Eminem, he has Kendrick Lamar. But yeah, Mary too. Produce, Mary was so. signed to Aftermath. I didn't know that. I thought she was just signed to Bad Boy. So now- What's song she did with Aftermath though? Well, he did family- Iteration. Oh yeah, yeah, that did. family that's a that was a big record. Yeah, we're but my bad to cut you off, C. So outside of that, though, continue. My fault. My bad. No, nah, it's fine. I, that's all I had to say. I mean, I like it. You could tell that Jay Z was involved. <laughs> no, it's definitely both for sure. I mean, it's 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 no question. Dre said it, but I mean, even before he said it, I mean, it's clear. We know that that's what he's been doing over the last few years and bringing uh, more and more culture to the NFL, whether it be halftime performances, whether it be uh, national anthems, whether it be like just the music and the entertainment aspect as a whole, all of that infusion of culture has been a direct result of Jay-Z's relationship with the NFL. So we do know that. But um, that, that goes back to my Kevin Hart point is when you get in a position, you make shit happen for the culture. Jay-Z's in a position, we're gonna get an all hip hop Super Bowl. That's dope. Word. Uh, Key, what you think? Hey, without me knowing, y'all said, you said Hope has something to do with this? Nah, that's a fact. Oh, yeah, but, um, but me, but when I first saw it, I was like. But wait, time out, not to cut you, but that's that nigga's job is the halftime show. That's the whole, him sitting down with Roger Goodell was for him to fucking help. Infuse you know, the, into the NFL and awareness. And yeah. Yeah. So it was like, but what you say? Nah, I'm just saying, like, when, when I first saw it, I was like, damn, I'm thinking about COVID and the verses, like, like the culture really held it down. And then to see, like, the impact, what we was getting, all the views and all, I was like, yeah, this shit, it, it do make sense bringing all them heavy names in one. You feel me at that, at that event? But I was wrong on I that. I definitely, I definitely think 50 coming out too. He I definitely think I, they're going to have surprise guests. But I don't think, I think that, I think you can't pack it out too crazy. I do think we see 50, but I don't think you see much more than 50 because it's already five of them and they only get 12 minutes. So obviously Dr. Dre is, he's, he's at the helm. He's I don't think Dre is him. rapping. Yeah, he's just going to. No, no, he's definitely They're going to forget about Dre, you know that. He's definitely rapping. They're gonna do the whole song. He's definitely gonna do deep cover <laughs> or 187 or one of them joint. He's 100 percent with him and Snoop, 100 percent I didn't see 100%. him rap. I mean, I didn't see 100%. him rap maybe doing something with Snoop, but that's like maybe one song. I don't see him like having that's his own set. But the whole set is built around him. A Dr. J yeah, said. I think it's gonna be built around him producing. Built around him producing though. It's built around yeah, his production, around yeah, but I'm saying I don't, he is going to rap. He's gonna do, even if it's just a joint with him and Snoop, and and forgot about Dre for sure. I see him I, doing a joint with him and Snoop and I see him doing the I think joint that's with the only one he him and, do. Him and um, Eminem. 12 minutes. I see him quarter, quarterbacking it and setting them up for the best fucking, um, what's the name? Like, I could see him. Who do you think starts it? Who, 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 who's first? Snoop. 
Yep. Snoop going first. Definitely. And probably Snoop. last. So where do where do we see? And what I will say is, although I I understand the connection and all of it, and it makes sense. Um, were any of y'all surprised to see Kendrick Lamar in in this lineup? Nope, his album is going to come out. I about to say that's it. a hell of an opener to drop your album. So yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Kendrick definitely going to perform all right. He has to. <laughs> That shit is like the perfect song for the 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 times. It aged well. What's that you know shit called? Family like, Ties? If he performed that, that'd be fire, but that ain't his song though. But nah. I, I think he I think he we get the hits. I don't think we get like, you know what I'm saying? We don't get that. And like you said, it's not even his song. Um, I just think it's super fire. Like this is gonna be dope. And the fact that it's in LA, it 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 makes the stakes even higher for me. That's a lot of fucking LA power. So we get you think we get gonna I I think Dre is gonna treat this like versus a little and sample he's pack. Gonna show he's gonna it's a sample pack of what he can do in versus. I think he's gonna show Man, uh, all his peoples. Like it, it's gonna be some element of how he produces, kind of like how Kanye made that beat on stage. I think Dre is going to do something for himself in that fashion. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so now, with that being said, do we think that it's a total dub for him doing the verses now? No. Nah, the ticket went up with this one. I just, I, <laughs> it don't make sense. I, I don't think he thinks it makes sense for him to do a verses. I don't think he thinks nobody could fuck with him. So, so you saying he bigger than versus? Yes. I think with this, saying he's saying he bigger than versus. He feels that yeah. way. Shit. Super Bowl. You know what's crazy? Because that's probably what Snoop was talking about. About like nigga doing other shit. And this nigga Puffy calling this nigga out. <laughs> but, uh, Puffy's still dancing on stages. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why he was laughing like that. Like, damn, like, Dre is definitely not doing this <laughs> shit. And y'all sitting over here arguing about this. <laughs> this nigga is not. Nah, Dre, I, but I, I don't, I, in thinking about it, Money. I don't think nobody can fuck with Dre. Money bracket different. I would like to see Kanye and Dre. Uh, yeah. Kanye, I, I would like to see that, but Kanye can't fuck with Dre either. I don't know. That nigga I, I, Kanye is a different type of genius. He got better. He got better. And if you're going to put him in front, like they standing side by side on the stage, don't know. Might be a no, long day for Dre. But no, no, no. You wouldn't put, yeah, that nigga yeah, Kanye. No, that nigga what? Kanye thought to promote his album in the fucking football stadium. That's not regular thing. Yo, the nigga put on okay. shows. The the nigga put like Kanye shows stage presence, fucking package. I don't. I, I don't. Dre gonna have a long day, my nigga. Well, and if I, it's like I a presentation. Then it's that's so part of it, nigga. No, 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 no. For sure, for sure. Yeah. But, I'm, but I'm saying, I'm saying, when we're talking about the music, and and this is a this is another point that's important. When it comes to Kanye, according to Kanye, he's not really interested in doing or performing any of his old catalog because 
he's on his gospel wave. So he don't he, even want to read until back he get the verses. Where until he get the verses and he had them fucking beats knocking, he going right back to that <laughs> old pack. Oh, listen, hello, wait, right Word. back to that old pack. <laughs> um. Well, keeping it in music, uh, we got the BET Hip Hop Awards. Um, we still you don't got no, huh? You going? Absolutely. They had it already. <laughs> uh, you went? <laughs> no, nigga. You watched it? <laughs> no. Um, but uh, well, what was the show? On the ciphers, we don't know who's going to be um doing any of the ciphers. We did hear that. Um, I think as part of like a commem- a commemoration thing towards hip hop, they're bringing back um, Rap City to Basement. I don't think it's supposed to be a oh, recurring shit. thing. I think that I think it's just kind of surrounding the hip hop awards or, or something of that effect. Um, it's a me, test run to see what it would do. Yeah, yeah. me personally, niggas don't need that shit. I don't. I don't want to see it. Niggas can't rap. Yeah, I don't want to see it. The basement and these was, niggas can't talk. The basement was not only can they not rap, shit. they can't talk. <laughs> None of these little niggas can talk. Little Uzi gonna be in the basement. Like, what the fuck? That well, see, here's the thing. I mean, it, well, it wasn't just for the, the new guy, so I can't even say that. Because I was, was gonna say, like, out shit. we talk about, well, no, hip hop was that, and, and it wasn't just those people either who but, was who was like free spirit funny money that was in the basement but how many how many i'm asking you a question talking, like, but this is what I'm saying. you saying the gay nigga nah What's just like mean? just like a uh somebody saying like a tribe called quest or something like that nah like a new nigga now on the basement wouldn't it wouldn't look right because they wouldn't that that type of niggas, rapper wouldn't niggas can't get, rap yeah. and can't talk so it don't make sense i don't like it Personally, I don't like it. Um, they would have to do something else, like instead of freestyling, they would just have to have like a dress shirt off. Yeah, like, some bullshit. That's put like your shirt on the camera. Blouse off. <laughs> yeah, the tightness. Or a sneaker, a belt, a belt off. The niggas is gonna have guess, a belt off. Guess the width of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, word. That is that. Thirty thirty. Man, thirty two. <laughs> man, thirty two. <laughs> The 30s of the boot <laughs> no, cut? 28. 28. Yo, nah, that's wild, yo. Yeah. Nigga, belly button sticking out. And under. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yeah. Niggas, niggas is exposing they Audis. <laughs> the Audi, yeah. Audi. <laughs> Shit, hella crunchy. Uh, yeah, that's nasty. I don't actually want any parts of any of that. I want um, respect it, yo. I can't see. What the fuck ticket going to ask them? Yeah, and honestly, I see some things I think, and this is, we've talked on this on this podcast a lot. Like, I think that you don't got to revamp everything, yo. Like, some things, they happen. That was a moment. That was a time. And we got that. Now, if you want to create yeah, something. Yeah, you asking for too much, my nigga. No, I'm you not. You asking niggas to be creative? Yes. Come on, man. Yes. Yes. Niggas is that, not going to do that. Form that is based on your creativity. Tigger's not Nobody's rapping. Nobody's gonna though. be creative. Tigger's not rapping. Nobody. <coughs> creativity is gone. And Tigger's okay? older. You know what I'm saying? So I don't wanna. It's not even the same vibe. He's not even their peer. He's their OG. Nigga, you seen you the setup? It's hella club lights in there. Like, that's not the basement. That's a fucking condo. Like, <laughs> for real, that shit's like. Nigga sit on the couch. That shit mad lights. Like, I can't fuck with it, yeah, bro. I, 
I don't like it. One of six in part. They trying to they trying to push uh centralize it, push it back to you know mainstream. They, I, I think that's what the attempt. It was, it was it? Oh, uh, the, not mainstream though. What are you talking about? I'm saying fucking where they control it. They if rap who, city who they? becomes a thing, uh, fucking the powers that be, the labels. Oh, wow. You know, where if so, say like everywhere you turn in hip hop is not really controlled by the label or fucking the powers that be. Uh, you may got the Breakfast Club is still owned by somebody, but they kind of uh, running that shit themselves and they can say who can and who can't. But if you could centralize it, like have something like uh, Rap City to where, you know, Rap City determines who's hot and who's not, then, you know, you could spin the narrative. Right now you can't. Everybody is like the Wild West and everybody is running their own, uh, you know, running your own race. Do y'all still watch TV like that? No. I don't really see that shit sticking. That's I mean, point, but people tune in for what they want to tune in for. So, oh, like, everybody tunes in. <laughs> They're going to watch it again But it ain't YouTube, for you. Though. Later, like, it ain't, right. it ain't, And it ain't for y'all. It's for the kids. It's for high school, college niggas. I don't think it's like, going it, to hit, bro. It's tapping back into that demographic. I guess. Uh, we will see. That's all, I, that's all I can say. We will see. Um... Now, speaking of um, <laughs> C, C, you had a you had a question that I'm gonna just let you ask because it was your I'm, question. I'll put my shit on mute. <laughs> yeah, the floor is yours, Queen. <laughs> I was asking, um, you know, you guys have friends. Have you ever been around your friends and they said like, "Yo, like you ain't even give me nothing for my birthday." Or something like that. Like, have they ever asked you for like a birthday present? No. I understand if you're going to a party or something, or if y'all going away, you might want to buy your friend like a bottle. If y'all in a section, it's his birthday, y'all pay for the section for him. That's the extent. That's it. (laughs) But like to go over his house, like because it's his birthday and bring him a bottle or like to do something like that. You saying, you saying. Wait, somebody hold up. No, go. I'm not, nah, I'm, co- I'm not buying another man a birthday gift, but I might get a bottle and we could we could drink. <laughs> you say if you ever had somebody well, with the ask you of like your father, like you know, like people like that, but like your friends, I'm saying like men. No. You not saying even if, your brother. Wait, you saying wait, if I ask out. you about buy you a bottle, like yo, why you buy me a bottle for my yeah, birthday? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. You saying oh, would I do it? Ask to oh, do it or would a nigga do it? Yeah, that's where I'm at, kid. I'm Word. saying it like this: like, say you was out, right, and y'all was talking. You and your friend, he was like, "Man, you ain't even give me nothing for my birthday." Everybody else brought a bottle past the house, and they was just like, "Oh no, nah, that's me. my used to be friend at that that's, moment." Word, <laughs> niggas gonna fight. Like, what the fuck? Is, yeah. If a nigga say that in the club, (laughs) not in the club. Oh, like chilling, (laughs) like y'all just talking, and the nigga talking about all his friends who came past his house for his birthday. But he said, like you, man, man, you ain't even come past the house and give me a bottle, give me nothing for my birthday. Uh, I'm not gonna be his friend. That's some whole shit. 
I don't want to be his friend because yeah. that's nasty. <laughs> that's disgusting. No, it, it is niggas that say that. Like, yo, my niggas bought me a bottle. Nigga ain't bought me shit. He just came with open hands. But he came to my party. I heard that before. That's different. Niggas that's pay attention. That's different, though, because I feel like if it's a party and it's at your house or whatever, you should be in a person that's going to someone's house. You bring something to their house and it's a party at their house. You do bring a bottle. You don't well, yeah, that's the up. regular don't come empty handed rule. Well, but yeah, we talk the regular about, don't come empty handed The expectation, the expectation of, of you, your, your man friend buying you a birthday gift is nasty. Yeah. That's my statement. <laughs> That's nasty. Don't do that, guys. I know not y'all. Y'all get it. But fellas out there, don't do that. That's nasty. If, you, if you're thinking about that, don't do it. If you did it, stop. Buy you a man purse. <laughs> wow, yo. Other than a bottle, I don't know what else to buy a nigga. Like, yo, That's it. like, chill, B. I'm going to just catch you in the club. I'm going to buy you a wallet. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buy him hey, some yo. cologne. Yo, yo. Oh hell no. Nah, you want your man to smell too sexy for himself? That's crazy. <laughs> like nah. You want your, nah, nah. What about if it smelled better than the clone you rock? Like, yeah, they're gonna smell this nigga better what? than me. Like <laughs> Kick. Nah, that's nasty. <laughs> I think only females do that, though. Anyway, I think females, you know, buy their friends gifts and stuff like that. Nah, niggas do, too. Niggas, what niggas kind of gifts would you buy your nigga? That even sound nasty. Girl, I mean, you yeah. like, yo, that is bad, yo. Girl, what you that. buying? Nah, if you, if, I know niggas who uh, fucking got money together. And you, you know, niggas bought niggas chain. Uh, you know, Jim Jones That's bought Max B a chain. Or like watches and stuff. No, That's the commercial. Yeah, yeah, this nigga uh, kiss boy his right hand a Rolex for his birthday. Yeah. I think that's a tax bracket thing. Yeah, see? It's, it's, so that's yeah. not genuine, not yeah. nigga. I don't think it's a tax bracket thing. No, I think that when that you got a, it. But it's, I think it's, that as a, like, if you're giving someone a gift, that's you giving them a gift. I'm sure his mans ain't saying, yeah. man, you ain't even come past the house, drop this Rolex off, or... And that's know? all I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. the expectation the act- is exactly. nasty. The yeah. expectation, that's, that's, that's what I'm gift. speaking to. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm speaking to the expectation, like, don't be don't be sitting there with the sad puppy dog face. But yo, it's... Nigga ain't buy you a gift for your birthday. But it's so why would you up? need it? It's fucked up if you come to like the function and you don't have nothing and niggas notice you don't have nothing. You put no, me in my man. No, we're not even talking about a function. We just saying, let's say I Gert is in St. Louis and and I'm in Atlanta, like him expecting me to purchase something for his birthday is nasty. Now, if I was just like, yo, now nah, this is my man, and I sent something, that's different. Like, oh shit, good luck, my nigga. Like. That's different, but the expectation is the is the point that I'm that I'm making. Like, because we grown men, like we don't expect things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not a given. It's just not a given. That's all. Now, if we out at the club or a nigga buy a bottle or drinks or whatever, like, nah, I ain't gonna lie, a nigga might get mad if he take care of a nigga. <laughs> If a nigga's yeah, a little man, that variables though. We just yeah, talking yeah. about a, a across the board flat blanket. You're right. 
But you see, right. let me let me ask you on the other side. But is I that think that's, that might be what she alluding to. Nah, nah, she's talking about a blanket statement. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about like, okay, see, it's the expectation of you thinking that another man is supposed to pay your way. Like, okay, let's say, for example, you and Jers is exactly spot on. It's the audacity of you to ask or for you to expect that I should be doing something for you. Now, let's say that you guys have like a bachelor party or something. And this person is like, I'm paying for nothing. It's my bachelor party. Like, how can you say that? Like, it, ordinarily, it would be like, that would be the way to go because your friends would take care of you because they want to take care of you. But don't expect them to take care of you. As a man, you should be able to pay your way. Nigga want the extra twerk. Like, well. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, what the fuck, nigga? <laughs> Nah, that's expected though. Like, oh, I got you. Yeah, the bachelor party is a little yeah. bit different too, though. Like, again, it's you're like you're saying very I don't specific think things. That the bachelor party is okay. Let me just because you're a woman, you. see. Yeah, I'm got the ads. Even the bachelorette. <laughs> like, my thing is this: if if you are going anywhere, I don't have the expectations of somebody to pay what I want to pay to go eat to pay what I want to pay to get into this club, to pay what I want to pay to do things. So I don't go well, in you there know. with the expectation well, you, of me having a free time. I go in there see, with the expectation of me putting up towards stuff. You're in a, you're in a female minority population. I've been telling C this shit for 20 years. Like, I don't know why she keeps saying, well, me, well, I. Nigga, no, you ain't friends. Nah, fuck <laughs> that. How'd that work on the female end, though? Like, <laughs> like the same question yeah, on see, the female end. How, that, how, how you that feel work? if your homegirl say, and you ain't even give me none for my birthday? New Fenty or some shit. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting... Girl is kind of nasty, too. Yeah, that is nasty. I'm not buying you a bra. That's disgusting. <laughs> why would I buy you a bra? No, I'm never doing it. Because they're expensive. That's why. No. You know how not happy... Hey, yo. You know how happy it's one gay. of your female friends would be if you get her bra? That's That's like I've gotten... That's like gift, a... No, I've gotten gift cards to, like, you know, Victoria's Secrets and stuff for bridal showers, but I'm never picking something out for you like no i'm never doing that that's too much i can't do that mm -mm. i don't know bras is like loose change in your pocket you got <laughs> extra you got extra car payment money in your pocket that's but like buying a girl a bra we do i give gifts to some of my friends like it was my friend's birthday like and she wanted to go to this expensive steakhouse and she ain't had no man there to pay for her food it was just me and her other homegirl and i'm like so you want to go to this expensive ass steakhouse and of course i'm not going to like so when she went to the bathroom i was asking the other girl i'm like <laughs> so let's like split her food and the girl was like i only brought like 60 dollars i was like 60 dollars. hold up that bitch ain't never been said, oh wait i'm sorry the other friend she said uh-uh she said, yo, yo, let's split, yo, let's split her meal. Was y'all all close? Uh -uh. <laughs> uh -uh. I was close to my friend. I wasn't close to the other girl. That was her friend that she brought. Oh, so, so, I said, uh -uh. so I end up paying for the whole thing. And then $60 went towards the tip. You got some of your money back? No, I ain't getting none of my money back. I mean, said, come get it back in blood. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah, it's not the point. It's just that you're, it's your birthday. You shouldn't have to pay for your dinner. But also at the same time, I don't take my friends, like I don't expect my friends to pay $100 per person for a dinner for me for my birthday. That's for my man to do. That's not for my friends to do. And, and, and just or to if be I clear, wanted to do it myself. I, I'll pay for her. I'm not paying for her and her friends. <laughs> well, her that. friend didn't have enough money to pay for her meal. Her meal was That's more than sixty damn dollars. <laughs> That's her friend's she problem. She wanted to go to Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not and paying for her and her friends. Hey, yo, see, now the girl can't wait to hang back out with you. <laughs> she like, be asking, she be asking about you all the time. What happened to that one friend you had? <laughs> you got money. I don't have that, but what I'm saying is that I look at the menu, I prepare myself for where I'm going, and I know what to bring. I'm not gonna sit there and go out and just be like, oh, I'm gonna just wing it like with sixty. No, anything probably have more than sixty dollars. <laughs> Yo, wait. Bringing sixty dollars to a steakhouse is crazy, though. Yo, no, no. <laughs> Unless it's outback. That shit happened with niggas. That's nasty. Niggas like, got they ain't never been nowhere, yo. Niggas got a section some bottles. Niggas say you only got sixty dollars. I'm like, yo, <laughs> my nigga. I had to go in my wallet and pull out the folded emergency bills. I'm like, yo, who <laughs> yo. I was fucking tight, my nigga. I'm like, yo, we in a section, nigga. So he got sixty dollars, like the emergency bill. Yo, <laughs> the, yo, the nigga to take away from your family. They already, <laughs> they pop the champagne. The champagne bubbling, half the bottle gone, like just bubbles. <laughs> I'm like, family. <laughs> yo, I was mad as hell, my nigga. Like he took the, the soul, like. Yo, my wallet was empty, like. <laughs> and the nigga, the club nigga popped the bottle. All that shit bubbled on the floor and chopped. I'm like, yo. Oh, shit. Yo, nigga set the folded emergency money, though. That is hilarious, yo. You know that's you hilarious. got it in there. Nah, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why I'm that, laughing. That emergency that's toe money. That's hilarious, Holy shit, yo. <laughs> nigga, yo. ask the nigga he take credit. He said, no, cash pop up. I said, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> nigga don't take credit, son. Yo. Damn. I was nervous. Oh, shit, yo. That's hey. funny as hell. Lift some. I just think that no grown person should have expectations for someone else. That's just my thing. Like, I agree. Yeah. And you're not 12, so Fuck your birthday. That's the thing. We grown. And 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 to the point of like even dinners and stuff like that, like, you know, you should, like you said, if you know where you're going to eat, look at the menu, guys. <laughs> Just take a peek. Now, if you look at the menu and they don't got the prices, don't shit, do. is shit is expensive, though. You got to know that. No you got to know these things. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. you will always get your friend a little gift card and be like, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Here you go. Here's yeah. a little something for Wanna your birthday. Down, ass niggas. <laughs> Monthly membership to the gym. Real something. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, you paying for that first month? <laughs> first month on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nah, no funny shit. How, you, how do you break that down? Like, if y'all all going to a dinner, then y'all pop up 
and it's your friend's birthday, do she tell y'all, like, y'all want to go here, y'all going to pay for it, or this should just go down when the bill come out? What, as a female? Yeah. They usually tell you where you're going, because females usually plan stuff. We're not like men. We don't just go on a humbug. We usually got plans to where we're going to go, so we know how we're going to dress. And then when we, some females look up the menu to see if they, like, would want something there, they know the price. And when you get there, it's not that the, some birthday people have the expectation that I'm not going to pay. Um, I know I've been out with some girls where their man has sent them money to pay for their meal and we didn't have to pay for it. But there have been other times where as though we all chip in together and we just pay for their meal. Hey, you'll see, you ever had a homegirl that wanted to dress like you every time y'all went out? Oh my God. <laughs> so anyway, I hated that. Oh my God. It wasn't dressed like me. It was to see what you was going to wear. They want me to go to their house. This is, I got in an argument with one of my friends because of that. And that's serious. She wanted me to come. The club was the opposite direction of her house. She wanted me to come to her house and watch her get ready. And I said, this is not prom. I said, mm-hmm. why do I have to watch you get dressed and pregame with you? We going to the club. We got bottles. We got a section. I don't want to pregame. We got bottles at the club. You, we pregame. You, you, you can't have no weak link in the crew, though. So she, I mean. What you mean weak link? I ain't been no weak link. I ain't never been no weak link. She wants you to say if she valid. <laughs> no. I'm Watching it dressed is what's the purpose of this? Because <laughs> she, she wants to see what you're wearing before she puts on what she's oh, wearing. Oh, that and was the setup. Yeah, oh, right. she wants to see if you look better than her before she goes because that's always like they'll. So tell this was you, a like, nigga oh, contest. No, it ain't no nigga contest. I mean, it clout, like look at the looks. It was more so of a I want to see what you're wearing and then I'll decide what I'm wearing because when I got there, she wasn't dressed. And then when I got there and I was dressed, she was like, oh, I'm going to wear this black dress. Because I was wearing all black. So you went? I went because Did y'all everybody make it? was like, just suck it up. Everybody was like, it's her birthday. Just be nice. So, yeah. That was that. I, I've had that happen. <laughs> y'all drove together? <laughs> no, I ain't drive with her. I drove with my other friend. But my other friend was the one who told me to just suck it up and do it because it's her birthday. <coughs> mm. But yeah. Mm-mm. I ain't never yeah. been no weak link when it came to them. I don't care if they do. I didn't help. And that's documented. I didn't help you with your stuff. Everybody know you a little shabby. You been... You been shabby standing there. Or, right? or, or, or. That's a Scooby Doo. Gunshot. That's gunshot. I'm not saying I'm the best or whatever. I'm like the, oh, my God, the fashion. But I know how to put stuff together for myself. And I'm confident in my own style. I don't need help from nobody else. Especially not y'all. Yeah. Not us. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about you, nigga. I was talking about the bitch. All right, chill, chill. That's all right. Jersey Philly beef and shit. I see. All right. You know what? Bye. <laughs> oh shit. Speaking of Philly, did any of y'all hear Meek Mill's album? The trash. Trash. Nah, but they said he wasn't yelling, so I, I want to listen. Nigga, he was yelling and over rapping. Like he was. It was. <laughs> they over, lied to it me. Was yelling. <laughs> too much rapping and over bass. Rapping. And bass, my Damn. nigga. 
I drove from Jersey to Pittsburgh. I'm like, yo, turn this shit off. Put Donda on. Like, shit like that. <laughs> you had to, you had to you get had some to healing. Listen to God. <laughs> that nigga needed some healing. Donda, 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 Donda. Holy shit. It was bad. It, it was bad. Okay, let me just say, it wasn't trash, but championships <laughs> was way, way better. And it wasn't what I expected. He kind of was like rapping like little dirt and baby. Like he was trying to sing and stuff. It just didn't go right for me. I didn't hear the whole thing. I, I heard a couple, like the first like four joints. I turned it off. I, I wasn't exactly. ready. Exactly. That. Hey, but yeah. that's the thing. I tried. I listened to the whole thing because I was like, you know what? If this was another album, I'd have been turned this shit off. It's the intro like- wasn't even like an intro that he would do. <laughs> that shit was Dreams and Nightmares, the whole album. Like, nah, Dreams and Nightmares was better than this. No, I mean the song. You're talking about this, that. You're talking about the real end. Oh. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is, uh, yeah, I, I turned it off. But you could be like Ross wasn't in charge of that shit because he ain't fucking with Ross right now, and that's what you get. Well, you know. Well, well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going on because I mean I know Ross. You know, he was posting saying, "Yo, post his album or whatever, whatever, just drop." But what I will say is, why hey, had a birthday? Hold on, hold on. While they just had a birthday, and it, I think they just had a show in Atlanta. I think it was the J. Cole uh, tour or whatever. And that, that might have been the night of Wale's birthday. And I seen Ross was with Wale, you know what I'm saying? And Wale has an album coming in a few weeks. Um, he dropped a single with him and J. Cole using the Vibe Red thing. Um, that trash. Um, I ain't really like it, that at all. It is trash. And, it's a- but it's mad funny how fucking everybody make sure they post Meek Mill album. <laughs> yeah, everybody. They scared. <laughs> <laughs> that everybody make sure. Yeah, that shit is funny. Everybody make sure they post that nigga shit. I think my latest album is probably going to be better, even though I haven't heard. His albums, um, for the most part, are better. I mean, that's not a All sh- of them. That's yeah. true. It's All not like them. a shocker. <laughs> but, but they said Sun ain't fucking with him because he keep fucking with Drake. Off that lemon pepper freestyle, that's when everything went wrong. But um, Ross keep fucking with Drake and not fucking with Meek, like how he's supposed to. He'd rather run to Drake than run to Meek. Here we go with the entitlement again. Yeah, exactly. the same thing with he make better songs with fucking uh, Drake than he do with Meek. Drake is like, I mean, I, this nigga is singing. He's harmonizing and it doesn't sound good. Like, so what do you want me to do with that? Ross is probably like, I don't want to do this shit with you. Like, you ain't even doing it right. Like, I'm not, and I don't blame him for not going over there and doing it. Like, who? come on. I don't know. Lemon pepper. I don't know, man. <laughs> if he is, if that's the case, I mean, I, I don't understand why he's mad at that. He makes, I would say Meek raps good with Ho. He raps good with, with people, but he doesn't rap good with uh, Ross. Ross raps better with Drake. He got one song with Ho. <laughs> no, nah, don't he got two? I remember. I don't one. know. I think Ross controls mm-hmm. Meek, Meek's wild shit. Like, because he just get out of control. He like a run on sentence when he start rapping. That shit don't <laughs> stop. No. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I know is 
Um, the Drake, because you mentioned Drake. Um, I think we might finally be getting this Drake Drink Champs episode because I saw a report last week saying it's supposed to be coming this week. Um, that may lead me to believe one of two things. Either A, they never recorded it and they were just you know, waiting and maybe they was together and just talking about it and they locked it in then or B, they recorded it way back then, but they just putting it out now. Nobody don't. Um, yeah. what's, what's the other option? That's it. The 2000. That's the only two things it could be, nigga. Either they recorded it or they didn't. Nigga, no, nigga, no. <laughs> I remixed what I said. I said. <laughs> no, I'm asking. I didn't get it. I said, I said either they did it back then when they first showed the picture and they was holding it for the right timing, or they never actually did it. And whenever they, whenever they seen no, it, I'm saying like, what is this? that's the only two things it could be. What other alternative could there have been? Gert, what, what, what's up, man? I'm trying to understand. <laughs> what the fuck why, is. why is this a point of contention? I'm trying to get to the point. I'm trying to get to the point of actually talking about the interview. This nigga was, <laughs> that nigga, that nigga said, yo, either they did it before or they didn't do it at all. Like, what the fuck? It's the only two things it could be. This nigga here, man. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yo. Every time Gert say that shit, Jerry's confused as hell. Like, <laughs> just thinking. I was confused. Nah, word. That shit all fucked up, yo. Yo, right, that's so crazy. So oh. the point is, do we believe that this shit is even coming out this week? Like the report said. Nah. But why wouldn't he do a drink chips? Like, just get this shit over with, nigga. Right. Ben was supposed to do this shit even before. It don't help. Joe Button said that he told him he was going to do the Joe Button shit. And look and, what he had now. Um, that, was he, that was with Rory. No, he told Rory, I think, they was going to do no, it. No. Like Joe Button said he told him he was going to do it. When it was uh, DMing the shit. the last episode or the episode before that, Joe Button said <clears throat> uh, Drake told him he was going to do it. So... I think he does one interview per fucking album. And um, that would make sense why, you know, um, for the next shit, he'll probably go to Joe Button, but he went to Drink Chance for this one. The last album he did, uh, he did the Elliot Wilson interview. Album before that, he did that other guy shit. Um, I think he'd do one per album. So that would make sense. Um, of the Nori one. Yo, y'all still listen to Joe Budden shit? Sometimes. I do. Yeah. I, I, I do just Not because like that. I be at work and I, I don't even hit play. Like, I try to uh, look at what they're going to be talking about and skip to where <laughs> the, something I want to hear. So you, I so definitely it's don't. So it's over. Yeah. Them one million. Yeah, them two niggas. Uh, yeah, the two new niggas is trash. The listeners going, the one million listeners going. Surprise. I don't think they trash. Nah, they trash. They talking about they old nigga shit. I, I don't think that they trash, but they not the same, and it's not as good. And the I'm dynamic has changed. They, they be talking about shit that they know, like some, some boys club shit. We don't know. Like, 
But that's how it was kind of with uh, Rory and Maul. But um, Rory and Maul had at least, even if you disagree with it, it was fucking relevant takes yeah, to shit that was going on. Right. Yeah, these these niggas, well, one of them, I think one of them niggas is Surf's brother. Ice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, that's a, oh, that's the Joe. That's the Joe awesome. Surf connection, though. Then I was always wondering, uh, like, why them niggas I, always. I think it's Arsenal, though. No, I think it's Surf. It gotta be probably Surf because he always talking about Surf. I think it's Surf. One of them niggas is Surf's brother. I think it's Arsenal, but all right. But either way, them niggas is trash. That's the fifty episode. They um, <laughs> they. I see where he felt he could do the plug and play with them niggas, but he just need to go fucking show Rory and Maul the books and then fucking get them niggas back, man. Nah, Nigga, them books are wet. Some shit is wet. <laughs> yeah, it's Arsenal. Ah, <clears throat> uh, shit. You just Googled it? Yeah. Like they- What it say? Where you found it in Wikipedia? That's crazy. Nah, um, when you type it in, Arsenal say um, he had tweeted at him, and he was saying his brother. Is that even a I thing no more? Dad and his granddad and all that shit. Huh? That's still a thing with them suing Joe and all that shit, or that's over with. That's quiet business. I don't, I don't even care about that no more, honestly, because I don't think I think um, I think Rory and Maul shit lost its 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 initial like. It never thing. found it. Huh? It never found it. Well, no, I'm saying I think a lot of people, I never even listened to that episode, but I think Word. a lot of people initially went Me. over there to see what they was talking about and like they wanted to, you know, it was a hot thing, but I think but, that, that fizzled out. But and with it, fairness, Corey was begging the fans for, yo, tell me what y'all like, what we should add. Like, but with fairness to them, it, it <laughs> they started higher. They, they, they started higher than they should have with a podcast. You know what I'm saying? So it 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 would drop off until you know, like podcasts that take mad long before they get popping, and they should started popping because of the fucking Joe breakup. So it made sense. I tell you what, shit is dope though. Um, I really fuck with the I Am Athlete podcast. I think that that shit is dope. I like their dynamic, and um, they even have their wives have a version. Um, and they got Mike Vick wife on there, and uh, I think Antonio Camardi wife on there. Like I, I like that dynamic. I think that their shit is dope because they speak to a lot of athletes. Um, and I just think that their their shit is dope. Um. But it's not really too many other new pods that I'm like interested in or. or, which I, or what, what you fuck with? Uh, what you think about the math thing then? I like math depending on who the guest is, depending on who's there. I'll listen, but more times than not, no, because I don't really care about a lot of the guests that he has. Um, but if it's somebody that I you know fuck with or I would want to hear from, sure, I, I, I'll listen to it. Facts. Yo, yeah, um, y'all talked about um the freaky leader. Um, what's his name? That's supposed to fight Tyson. Dr. Umar Johnson. Yeah. 
Yo, that nigga playing. Yeah, the Yo. freak leader, dog. Nah, I oh, let me let me introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so speaking of podcasts, so you have Mike Tyson has a podcast. Mike Tyson had Freddie Gibbs as a guest on his podcast. I got to get that. I got to catch up on that one. And um, there was a clip that came out where uh, they, Mike Tyson and Freddie Gibbs were talking about white men, women from the 80s. And they just talking about, oh, yeah, she was dope. She was nice, this, that, and the third. And then Freddie Gibbs was like, I think he was kind of being funny. And he was like, oh, Dr. Umar Johnson going to get mad at you because, you know, we know Dr. Umar Johnson is super pro-black, pan-African. You know, he's 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 all the way pro-black, and he's not a fan of interracial dating or marriage. And so Mike Tyson apparently never heard of him, so he was kind of confused, like, what, what's his deal? Like, so that clip kind of went viral. Umar, Dr. Umar Johnson saw the clip, responded to the clip. Now, Dr. Umar Johnson been talking about uh, creating this school for at least five years, <laughs> and we ain't got no school. Um, he been asking for donations. It's on the way, man. Be patient. Ah, right. right, yeah, heard you. Yeah, fuck uh, that. <laughs> you gonna send your nephews there? <laughs> you gonna send your nephews and nieces there? <laughs> nah, right. I don't fuck with that nigga. Y'all had to get so, this crazy feed. So he 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 basically was like, yo, he challenged Mike Tyson to a fight to raise money for his school. And I'm like, fam, you from Philly, and I know a lot of boxers come out of Philly, but you can't fuck with Mike. Mike, you high. He Roy ribs. <laughs> <laughs> he is high if he think he can fuck with Mike Tyson. Then he gonna try to throw a disclaimer like, Oh, uh, I'm not disrespectful. I don't think that I can beat Mike Tyson in the five round bout, but I think I could. I think I could go five rounds. Nah, bro. <laughs> Two. <laughs> nah, bro. So um, that was just some hilarious news to me. See, what what was your thoughts on the whole Umar Johnson, all of that shit? Well, see or me? I said see. Or you could go. Now nah, let, right. let's see go. Yeah, yeah. I just thought he was high. I mean, because everybody always challenging Mike to a fight. And if you look at Mike right now, like <laughs> he's still in shape and he still looks like he hit hard. That man, that man don't look like he slowed down that one bit. And you are a regular guy that's just walking around doing this stuff like I think I don't think I could beat him now let me not say that but I think I could last five rounds that's still disrespectful you're disrespecting <laughs> the sport because you can't last five rounds look at your body shape he knocked niggas out in one he knocked niggas out in nine like like 60 seconds right like 90 was less it? than 90? that less yeah. than that 17 it was like, seconds and shit like yeah, it's like 10 the first punch he threw was a knockout yeah, like, it was like, like he's like, recorded with fight. the fastest, yeah. <laughs> and these is heavyweight niggas. These ain't like, people who train to fight them. Like they had a year to train for this man. And you talking about you can last for five rounds? Like, that Doctor Umar gonna call on the Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started shadow boxing and shit. Like my nigga, come on, bro. Like no way, no way. That is Iron Mike, okay? His nickname is Iron. You know what Iron is? <laughs> that's, 
that shit. You probably Nigga was the undisputed. Metal Umar. <laughs> <laughs> when they say undisputed heavyweight, that means you can't you can't challenge that. <laughs> All that funding money gonna go to his hospital bill, son. Yo, the nigga Mike Tyson said when he was in jail, he he had a great time. <laughs> he said nobody bothered him. I wonder why. <laughs> I'll take, take a wild guess. How <laughs> you have a great time in jail? That just show you what type of person you're dealing That's with. Crazy. Nobody ever said they had a great time in jail. <laughs> <laughs> no one. I've never heard that. Extra food. Not even the people who work there. The people who work said, there felt, don't have great times. And then he said, "Yeah, I felt comfortable. I mean, you know, that's that's." <laughs> he said, "That's the." He said, "I, you know, I felt comfortable. That's that, that's where I felt like I belong." <laughs> he called himself a cage animal, right? I just think that it's just blasphemy. Like, why would you even say that? That's just so ignorant. I can't. And why does he keep repeating himself? Like that nigga is the king of repeating himself. That nigga said, I want to go five rounds with Mike Tyson. I want to go five rounds with Mike Tyson. I want to go five rounds with Mike Tyson. I want to go five rounds with Mike Tyson. He thought he was Ali. Nah, word. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but yo, he, um, but he fucked me up. Like doing the, doing the two Jones at one time though. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, no, explain yourself, man. You be nah, I mean, like he proposed to two two women at the same time, so I thought he was just gonna do the single. He was gonna do this one, this one strong family. Just think it brought in another. It was a uh, shit. Wow. Actually, I think they got married. Oh no, 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 no. Did they get married? Oh, it was just a proposal. That was a proposal, I think. That's crazy. I but see. Again, I know that monogamy is a thing. That like you know, and you know. That is a thing, and people do practice that. No, polygamy. I'm sorry, polygamy. Polygamy is a thing. People do practice that. So, you know. But wasn't that part of the religion, like you could marry more than one? Well, again, yeah. And and, and I believe, I don't want to miss Kill, but Six, I believe right? in Islamic faith, I believe that you can take care of as many wives as you can afford or something, something like that. Um, but again, I don't know all the specifics, so no disrespect. So, so you but get I do two. know polygamy is a thing in the world. Like, so you you get two Jones and you need funded for schooling. <laughs> 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 Nigga, wow. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know what's up with that guy. Um, and it's sad because that clip started to resurface with him and DJ Envy when he was on the Breakfast Club. And um, Envy was saying that he doesn't believe it's okay to tell his son that he can't date a woman that's not black just because he's black. And um, because he lives in a neighborhood where he's surrounded by white girls or all different types of girls. And what if he loves this person and this, that, and the third. And Dr. Umar Johnson's uh, position was uh, no other woman can understand the black man like the black woman. Um, now I think that it was a little extreme because Envy's son is 13, so nobody's getting married. Um, but that concept, what do y'all think of that concept that, um, from Umar Johnson's perspective or, or either side of the argument, like Gert, what do you, what's your take on that? Interracial dating, dating outside your race, can, can another woman. I understand his logic. 
um, and I guess um, yeah, people are gonna be with who they want to be with, no matter how you feel about the situation. So, I mean, you know, but I understand what he's saying about. Um, I don't want to say keeping. It, 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 I understand what he says. What? what? No, I was about it? to say the, the black dollar. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> nah. I thought you was going to say just keeping it within your race, more or less. I get it. Yeah. I get it. It makes sense. But wouldn't that be I, bad I, at these times, keeping it in the race? Wouldn't, ain't the whole plan is to spread out and fuck up the like. Plan. Not, what fuck plan? up the other races. What like. Who's playing? I could be bugging, but I could remember like some old heads talking like, yo, we supposed to be, we supposed to like multiply with different races. You feel me? I'm, and I was young, but I didn't understand it. Like, it depends what, depend what your life goals is. Like if your life goal is strengthening the black community, you're going to look at that different. If your black goal is fucking population and spreading your seed, you're going to look at it different. It just depends on what you value in life. And then it was like some shit like this. Like, I bet. It was like, you black, you fuck with a Chinese girl, you get her pregnant. Your kid is black now. Like, that kid is black. I'm like, period. I'm like, I feel you. What the fuck I you mean, trying to do, just, some Nazi it's shit? Just like, that way, it's just that way just based on genes. And black is the dominant gene. So, I mean, it's that's, that's an irrefutable fact. Like that's just the way that genes work. So we ain't got nothing to do with that. That had that's nothing to do with preference. Those are that's just science. You know what I'm saying? Nah, um, old head trying to pregnant everything back then. Fuck you. Yeah. See what you think about a black woman um, being the only one who can understand a black man? I, I mean, I can understand that concept um, because I mean we share the same race, so you might be you know more empathetic and you might be able to handle certain things that may come with your race. Um, but I feel like you love who you love. I really don't care. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And I started off by saying it's sad only because like, I don't think that's such a, um, like an outlandish or blasphemous statement from Umar Johnson. So what I was saying is it's sad is because I mean, granted, nobody's perfect and people, you know, duality is a thing, but like, He'll have he'll have a point like that that may seem very sound and like, okay, yeah, I can rock with that. And then in the next sentence, he'll go so far left. It's like, man, I can't fuck with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just be like, I don't, I just don't like extremes personally. I, I, I don't like extremes on any on either side of the spectrum. But again, we all talking about preference here. So to each his own, um, that is what that is. Um, but yeah, I don't have I don't have anything else. Um, did you have anything else? What we got out of it? You didn't talk about R. Kelly. Yeah, I had it, but I was like, R. Kelly, R. Kelly's guilty on everything. Uh, he's gonna never get out of jail. That's it. I think he gonna get. I don't think he gonna come home like Bill Cosby no. did. No, he's I don't. Get I think he can he he because the statute of limitations. Like you have to understand that white people invented this cancel culture. And black people are the only ones who implement it on each other. And the statute of limitations, and I felt like it was convenient how, you know, Aaliyah's family never wanted the music to come out. 
and they mentioned Aaliyah in the court cases. They mentioned her as, you know, being married by R. Kelly and her having a relationship with him. And I felt as though that was convenient that they put her music out at the same time on all music platforms because they probably wanted us to focus more so on the music than Aaliyah's personal life. So I'm not saying that R. Kelly is not nasty. What I am saying is that um, I feel like there's an agenda and if everyone knew that R. Kelly was nasty and R. Kelly been doing these things, he should have been prosecuted for those. There's statute of limitations on rape. And that's a reason why I feel like he might. Well, get I out. don't think they Good got him on rape, rape though. They, they got him they on. They got him on racketeering. Yeah. And um, they were trying to say. Mother shit. Yeah. But, um, but they used that whole thing as far as him, um, like, you know, sleeping with children and everything. So I do think that they're probably going to get a chance to appeal that and win and as far as racketeering you have to understand that there if you're going to give somebody a racketeering charge you got to see where that money is coming from and you got to see where it's going to and you got to so, lock up a couple other niggas that's what i was exactly going. that's I what think, i was getting ready to say yeah. is other players involved in that and are they going to come forth with that too i do so think- i do think he has a chance of getting out. Well, I don't think he's gonna come home. I think he's, I think he's in there. And I, but I also do think that there are other people who will eventually go to jail as well because he clearly didn't do all of these things by himself. He clearly, clearly didn't do all of these things without anyone else's knowledge. And so there are a lot of fingers to point and a lot of people to blame here and a lot of people at fault. And I think that all parties involved need to be, you know, prosecuted prosecuted accordingly but um you know i'm not you know the lawyer guy i don't know all of the specifics on this that and the third but from what i can see um i think that well we obviously know that he's going he was guilty on like 11 char- 11 charges or something like that he still has another case in the state of illinois if i'm not mistaken um so he got a he got a <laughs> He got some shit ahead of him. He ain't going nowhere no time soon, that's for sure. And, um, you know, I think that yeah. deservedly so. I mean, yeah. he's nasty. And, uh, yeah, that is so, what that is. So before he really, the shit hit the fan, did y'all really care? About, what do you mean? About what the fuck they say he did? Even though we, did we really we had care? Yeah. I think the I think the surviving R. Kelly made it way plainer and way in everybody's face. I think that we all know about the tape from back in the day and all of those allegations um, that was surrounding after the tape. But um, I think that a lot of people kind of made jokes about it and kind of moved on. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think people cared as much or were as invested. Uh, but I think seeing the documentary and you know, all of the real testimonies and, and and all of that. I think that really kind of set it off and made it realer than it ever had been for like the masses before. And then I think at that point, the general public was like, I right, nah, like I can't, I can't do it anymore. Like you can't, you couldn't unknow, you know what I'm saying? Like before we knew like, okay, the girl, minor, um, had sex with her, peed on her, all kind of shit. Like that shit is nasty. Uh, that shit is illegal. That shit is wrong. And we were kids. You know what I mean? I think I was in like seventh grade at the time. You know what I'm saying? So the so that doesn't mean that it wasn't wrong then. But a, a 12 year old, 13 year old girl, we the same age. You know what I'm saying? I look at it differently now as a grown man. 
than I did then. So I just think that me personally, it was just a different space. And as a grown man, knowing how old you are, knowing the mindset, and then seeing how sick it is to like plot on teenagers, it's just a whole different thing for me. And it's like, nah, I can't. But that is so crazy because you're saying that you see it as differently and you're a grown person, but there were grown people who still you know, did music with this man after that happened. Right. They just excused it. So now that this man can't do nothing for them, and I'm not saying that it's right, but he was abused as a young person too. So abuse people, abuse people. I don't think he's, I think he's an abuser and I think he's a manipulator. Mm -hmm. He likes to manipulate women because he also was dating older women. His wife was older, but I just don't like the fact that everyone say, yeah, they did that documentary with R. Kelly and they did that recently. You, everybody in the industry knew what was going down. They knew that he was married to Aaliyah. They knew all of this stuff. So for you to bring this up now to me is just another example of how Black people turn on Black people when it's convenient. It's just your white people invented this cancel culture and we are the only people who, you know, implement it. What happened to Kevin Spacey? Kevin Spacey was doing stuff to little boys. We ain't heard nothing about it yet. The only people that they got to go to jail on their side is the Harvey Weinstein dude. What about the guy from Seventh Heaven that came out and said the father from Seventh Heaven? And he said that he was uh, he has sexually abused little girls. And ain't nothing happened to him. I'll see him on trial. Oh, yeah. So these are things that we have to understand as a culture. Yeah, R. Kelly was wrong, but we also need to put pressure on that other side because they created this culture to cancel our people and we're falling into that cycle. So you need to use that same energy to get Kevin Spacey ass out here, Matt Lauer, all them nasty ass men right. out of here. No, I agree. I agree. Unfortunately, this is a man. Hey, yo, and we don't think R. Kelly... Here. So if we talking about like fairness, like you, we know this shit ain't fair and we know this shit is lopsided and it's not in our favor and that doesn't make it right. And that doesn't excuse any of what you said. And I agree with everything that you said, but we do understand that we live in this country where that's just not the way this shit goes, unfortunately. So I agree we should try to change it and we should try to be a little more even, a little more fair and things are changing. And it isn't the same way that things used to be. Things are a lot more sensitive. People are a lot more aware, but still America, man. And, you know, this is just kind of what we, this is the, one of the challenges, one of the many challenges that we have, you know, living in this country and society. Yeah, that railroad him. And I'm not saying that. And that little, his freaking wife get on my nerves, his ex-wife. Yeah. You sitting here walking around doing interviews with the last name Kelly talking about you so disgusted. Change your name. Yeah. Be whoever. Change your name, nigga. Yeah. That shit is, and he should sue her for defamation. I would. And I'm not saying I am like on the R. Kelly train because that shit was disgusting. But I also put onus on the parents too. You have to understand, there's no way my child is 12 years old and she's going in a private room with a grown-ass man. Never. Or it's stand, never happened. Staying for weeks at a time, you know, and, and without your supervision and you got they're like, yeah, no, no. You're never telling me. And he got charged with kidnapping charges. How did the child leave? <laughs> and you get charged with kidnapping charges now. How did the child just up and go? There is something with the NDA or something with the parents. The parents got paid off. There's something in there. There's some type of collusion. I need to know. On that note, because that was kind of heavy. <laughs> On that note, um, 
I do want to remind everybody out there that we do have a Life As I See It podcast candle coming really soon. Um, and of course, you will be able to purchase that and all of your other candles and smell goods on luxcollectionllc.com. Uh, make sure that everybody tells a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything Rico. So gullible just like my first love Stay humble but I knew that I was first up Pick up the pen and that's when I drew my first blood Spend my heart again cause the pain never end Happiness is temporary, always has been I just lost one but sometimes I win I always spread love but sometimes I sin I only trust some, that's why I keep a few friends Funny cause it used to see my circle never end Always kept like 47 friends and my circle friends All that's left now is the radius They still here trying to find love on this atmosphere Things get severe for everybody everywhere This my moment of truth right here Swear I ain't scared of no man I see the omen I pick them up and keep it rolling The omnipresence is omnipotent But I keep going Till it's all said and done Not sure on my soul purpose But I'm pretty sure this one There's a reason why I've come New season's just begun This the death of a psychopomp A birth of God's son So don't want me when I'm gone Celebrate my travels Whenever you need me Just take a plane to the astral zones I'm at the home I've been hurting too long Time don't stand still So you gotta move Rico music, Rico music, Rico music.